The following is a paid podcast from Prudential. Welcome to Wealth Wits, a podcast about money made exactly for you. I'm Faith Saley. So you're a structured saver and you're in your 50s. I've been curious about what it's like to be a structured saver in your 50s, and I'm here to share with you what I've learned. Let's start with the saver part. I went out and asked some structured savers about their finances. Here's what they had to say about money. My dad is a super saver. He bought stuff on sale all the time and worked two jobs growing up. My mindset is more if I can't pay it off within a paycheck or two paychecks, unless it's absolutely necessary, I don't get it. I didn't let my credit card bills add up. I didn't like paying finance charges or interest. I think that helped me a lot. I try not to be that anxious about it. I try to be a little bit more relaxed about it, but mindful that I have to put money aside just in case something happens. These are my takeaways about structured savers. You're proactive with your money. You work hard at managing your finances. You even enjoy it. You're not afraid of budgets. In fact, you like looking at numbers. And you make thoughtful, well-researched decisions. Financial planners love you. I am a structured saver at heart, and I think I always have been. I like knowing where my money is. I like being aware of when it should shift to a new place. I try to enlist experts to help me on that. And I also like looking at the numbers every once in a while. It feels like both a sense of accomplishment and comfort. Structured savers are people of all ages and income ranges. You don't have to be Bill Gates to save money. I was reminded of this when I met Christina, a single mother of two who works multiple jobs to maintain her savings accounts. My name is Christina. I am a big saver with my money, but at the same time, I don't stop myself from going out and having fun with my friends. I just don't want to like go crazy and be like, oh yeah, you guys, let's go have fun and then end up skydiving that day. You know, like you have to make sure you have enough money to have fun, but have enough money to live the next day as well. I try to put at least $100 away for fun money in the week and half of my paychecks go into savings. The rest will go to bills. And if I don't have enough money to go to bills, then I take out for fun money and just eat peanut butter sandwiches for a week. My kids are eight and five. I always teach them that saving your money for a rainy day will always end up being to your benefit. I reached out to a few experts to see what they had to say about structured savers like yourself. I know that structured savers are financial planners A-plus students, but I was curious if they'd have any advice for someone like Christina, people who want to balance fun and practical investments, whether or not they have kids. I started with Jeff Rose, a certified financial planner and the author of the site goodfinancialsense.com. Yes, that is sense as in money. Here's what he told me. An amazing quality of, of being a structured saver is that when you already know like where your money is going, you, you have removed a lot of the stress. What advice would you have for Christina? You know, she allots herself $100 a week for her quote unquote fund money. And then she has a half of her check go to savings. 
And then at the end of the month, if she doesn't have enough to pay the bills, she doesn't pull that from her savings. She pulls it from her, her fund money. That's A plus with like extra credit. But I would ask, are there any things that she that she didn't do? Like any things, any experiences with her friends that she could have done, that she had more than ample savings to, to do? You know, what are some of those experiences with her kids that she can do with them now that she's not going to be able to do for them in you know, five or six years from now when they're teenagers, they don't want to hang out with mom yeah. anymore. Yeah, that's a really good point. I love experiences, you know, and I, if, like the one thing I've never done, I still want to do, either my wife is uh, does not want me to do because we have four kids now, but I want to go skydiving. Yeah, I'm, I'm with your wife on this one, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> and like, that's something that, Reflecting back, I wish that I would have splurged on that activity. And I've seen a lot of people that have, they were so committed to saving and chasing this bigger number later on in life that they forgot to live the life in the moment. So Jeff, Christina actually says she doesn't want to go crazy and be like, oh, God, you know, oh, yeah, guys, let's go have fun and go skydiving. (laughs) She needs to. She doesn't know. (laughs) But it sounds like she's done a great job of showing her kids what it means to save. But, you know, what are some of those experiences, maybe a trip or, you know, something that they can do together that they will remember the rest of their lives? You've just lit a fire under me about things I need to do with my children before they don't want to be with me anymore. (laughs) Skydiving. (laughs) (laughs) No, you see, you have not sold me on that one, my friend. (laughs) Jeff, thank you so much. It's been fun. So Jeff Rose says that you'd need to make sure you're having enough fun. I wanted to know if there was anything that structured savers could do to manage their money even better. I called up David Carlson, a personal finance blogger at the site Young Adult Money and the author of the book Hustle Away Debt. And this is what he had to say. I would describe structured savers as very conservative, very concerned about ever not having money, ever having to be stressed about money. And what's interesting about them is I think that part of it too is they really want freedom. That's what they're shooting for. And freedom to them is having enough money to do whatever they want. David, are you a structured saver? I think I most relate to this group, yes. Among your clients who who fall into the structured saver type, what kinds of financial behaviors do you see them engaging in? I think a lot of structured savers are people who have a good handle on their finances. They're reviewing it. They're checking their bank accounts each month. They're looking at their transactions, even going as far as being strategic about how much they set in different retirement accounts and maximizing their taxes. Really structured savers, they're the ones who are going to have that nest egg set aside. Are there any money-saving tools that you'd especially recommend for structured savers? I'd say that most structured savers probably already did the research themselves, Mm -hmm. but if they do work for an employer, utilizing some of the tools available to them and maybe some other apps that help you save even more. Okay, so to recap, what do we know now about structured savers? What should you be doing? First, don't be afraid to take a financial risk or two. If you have the padding, and you probably do, consider making a higher-yield investment. It might be risky, but you can afford it, and it could pay off big for your future. Second, you're likely very retirement-oriented, and that's great. But don't forget to seize the day. 
Make sure you're investing in experiences with your loved ones. Take advantage of that time you have with them now. And above all, keep on keeping on. You're doing a great job. So we've learned what it's like to manage money as a structured saver. But to get the full picture of your financial situation, we also have to think about your current stage of life. What's unique about being in your 50s? What might be some of the challenges in front of you? What about the opportunities? I talked to some folks in their 50s. I wanted to know what was on their mind when it came to their finances. And here's what I heard. My personal finances have changed dramatically. So when I was 50, I got a divorce. What I worry about when it comes to personal finance is a crisis taking place and the money not being there. I know a little bit about handling other people's money and I've kind of followed some certain rules about it. So I feel like I'm in a good place. With the 50s comes a renewed perspective. It's the time to consider a few big decisions. Will you retire or do you have other plans for yourself? What do you want your legacy to be? And how will money be a factor? I heard from one woman who said that now that she's in her 50s, she has a new priority, taking care of herself. This is Carmen. I should have been more careful about money because, you know, I tend to spend money and not for foolish things, but for my kid and my grandson. I think like when I feel good inside and I have helped somebody, then I invested very smartly, I think. And then I'm just realizing that I'm getting to the age of, hey, listen, who's going to help me, <laughs> right? I don't want to depend on my child. I've always been independent. I want to take care of myself. I feel like it's my retirement and it's now my time. So here I turn back to the experts. The 50s is an important time when it comes to our finances. What should 50-somethings keep in mind? I called up Dr. Brad Klontz, a financial psychologist, which means he's both a clinical psychologist and a certified financial planner. I want to begin by talking about personal finance generally for people in their 50s. What are the financial opportunities for people in their 50s? Well, you know, it, 50 is not too late to actually um, start saving aggressively and creating a, a good retirement. And I've worked with many individuals um, who've been able to do that in the course of seven or 10 years, really make up a lot of lost ground. You know, all hope is not gone. Let's talk about Carmen. What a sweet lady. What advice would you have for Carmen? Well, you know, my advice for Carmen is that, yes, it is your time. And you need to be the charity that you are contributing to. And it sounds mm -hmm. like Carmen has a real big heart. And, you know, she feels great about her gifting over the years. And at the same time, she neglected to give gift to the most important person in that dynamic, which is herself. Mm -hmm. We have to take care of ourselves also. What do you say to 50-somethings who may find themselves financially squeezed because they're preparing for retirement and they're supporting an aging parent and maybe a young adult child? Right. Well, that's the full catastrophe of life. And it's something that, you know, we're all facing. And so for those individuals, it's really taking a hard look at, you know, your spending plan. And I really like the idea of a spending plan versus a budget because I don't know about you, but... 
Um, as soon as I start thinking about a diet, I start craving cheeseburgers. Exactly. And I think that's what happens with a budget. What I encourage people to do is, is to start with a spending plan and, and really think about what matters most to you, what are your, your top priorities, and find ways to fund that first. And then it's a lot easier to make decisions on cutting things that don't matter to you. What are the big decisions that 50-somethings face when it comes to money? Well, I think one of the priorities that, that hits people is this concept of retirement. To really get excited about retirement, you have to create a vision for what that actually is going to look like. So what would you be doing when you would be retiring? Who would you be with? Right. What's your fruity cocktail of choice? Exactly. Okay. In general, what would be your number one piece of advice that you have for 50-somethings among us? The number one piece of advice I have is examine your relationship with money. If you've hit some economic hard times, um, which happens to most of us, if you're experiencing financial stress, which is the biggest stressor in most of our lives, you're not alone. And the mistakes you've made around money are not because you're crazy, lazy, or stupid. It's because you have money scripts that were passed down to you from your parents, from your grandparents. Sometimes these go back generations. And I think that's really the key to writing a new story, a new financial story for you. Dr. Brad Klontz, that was like a money hug. I listen really closely to Dr. Klontz's advice because I'm gonna be in my 50s in not too long. My biggest takeaways? First, I'm gonna really think about retirement. Well, I'm putting away money for it, of course, but also imagining it. Where am I gonna build my beach house? What island do I wanna be on? I know that for me, and probably for you too, it's going to be a lot easier to get excited about retirement if I can picture all the fun I'm going to have. Second, I'm going to make a spending plan. Not a budget, a spending plan. And it's going to reflect my priorities, what I most want to do, so I can be excited to spend money on the life I want. Last, I'm going to examine my relationship with money and think about the money scripts I've inherited from my family and that I might be passing on. And I'm gonna forgive myself for any mistakes I made. And you should too. Because if you've made mistakes or been out of balance with your financial choices, there's no shame in it. Every financial expert stresses that it's never too late. Ah, you can make meaningful changes starting today. So whatever you do or however you feel about money, no matter what age you are or behavior type you fall into, it, it's okay. You just need to be aware of the kind of person you are when it comes to your finances so you can grow. And more importantly, be happy. That's all for this episode of Wealth Wits. Special thanks to our guests, Jeff Rose, David Carlson, and Dr. Brad Klontz. And special thanks to Christina and Carmen for sharing their stories. If you want to learn about money matters at other stages of life, or if you're curious about other financial behavior types, check out slate.com slash explorewealthwits. You can also subscribe to the entire series wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like the show, why not let people know by leaving us a good review? I'm Faith Saley. Thanks so much for joining us.